news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Denise Pellegrini. The FAA ordering the temporary grounding and inspections of some Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft. That's a day after a fuselage section, as we've been talking about on a brand new Alaska Airlines jet, blew out shortly after takeoff. No one was injured. Passenger Emma Vu says it was even all more frightening when she learned exactly what happened. When I initially had gotten off the plane, everyone was saying, oh, window shattered. And I generally thought it was just like a little crack. Like something like that could make the whole plane, but that makes total sense now that like the whole door flew off. Passenger Emma Vu there at Bloomberg's Mary Schlangenstein says this reflects a design feature in use for many years, suggesting investigators are likely to zero in on issues in the manufacturing process, not design. You know, Boeing has had incidents before where they've been cited for, you know, not lining up the holes in the aircraft that had to be, you know, hooked together or or bolted together. Um, So they've had some incidents in the past along those lines as well. Bloomberg reporter Mary Schlangenstein there. All this triggering even more flight delays on top of those already caused by the storm moving up the East Coast. Meantime, Bloomberg meteorologist Rob Carolyn says tough driving conditions overnight up and down the coast, but the New York metro could escape widespread power outages. Different picture, though, for some parts of Massachusetts. They're not going to see as much in the way of wind uh, in the tri-state area. The storm is going to be deepening southeast of Nantucket. So by the time the winds really start to pick up, it's going to have moved away from the tri-state area. So I don't think we'll see the type of power outage issues in the tri-state area that we could see in extreme southeastern New England. Bloomberg meteorologist Rob Carolyn also says heaviest snowfall tonight and into tomorrow morning, then things blow out by tomorrow night. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizing and says he'll return to the Pentagon soon. He says he's sorry about the lack of transparency on his illness. The Pentagon suddenly said yesterday Austin was hospitalized because of complications following a recent elective medical procedure. Meantime, sources telling us here at Bloomberg that President Biden only learned of Defense Secretary Austin's hospitalization this week, several days after the fact, and received no advance notice from Pentagon officials. China's military may be dealing with more corruption than initially thought, or at least we're learning more about what happened with a wave of recent purges. We get more from Bloomberg's Dan Schwartzman. More details are emerging as to the reasons behind Chinese President Xi Jinping's recent sweeping military purge. U.S. intelligence indicates that widespread corruption, especially the rocket force, has undermined Xi's efforts to modernize the military and could be so excessive that China is less likely to contemplate a major military action in the coming years. Some examples of the corruption were missiles filled with water instead of fuel, as well as fields of missile silos located in the western part of the country with lids that don't function properly to allow missiles to launch effectively. Back on December 29th, China's top legislative body removed nine defense figures, five of them linked to the missile force. The purge began in October when Defense Minister Li Shangfu was removed after just seven months. China has been spending billions of dollars with the goal of modernizing its military by 2027. Dan Schwartzman, Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Dan. The battle lines in the 2024 presidential race are becoming clearer. Sources say former President Donald Trump plans to make permanent the 2017 individual tax cuts that he enacted as president if he is reelected. He is also, according to the sources, eyeing keeping corporate tax levels unchanged. Some buy now, pay later companies are facing stepped up oversight from New York financial regulators as part of a broader expansion of consumer protection laws in the state. More from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. Governor Hochul plans to introduce legislation requiring such firms to get a license to operate in the state and giving New York's Department of Financial Services the authority to issue regulations governing the industry. Buy now, pay later products allow consumers to buy goods and services in four equal installments over six weeks 
without interest. Only California currently requires buy now, pay later companies such as Affirm Holdings and Block Inc. Unit Afterpay to have a state operating license. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. Had a lot of talk this weekend about if college athletes should get paid. George Pine, Bruin Capital founder and a former Ivy League offensive lineman himself says it's only a matter of time. Where it's headed, I think you're going to have to pay the players. College football is the number two sport in America. In attendance, in television ratings, generates six to eight billion dollars a year. And I think what you, those players deserve to be paid. And I think you see the courts now recognizing that, that the players, you can't restrict their trade, their motion, they need to be paid and share in some of that money. And Pine there on Bloomberg Wall Street Week Daily with Bloomberg's David Weston and Romaine Bostic. College football trails only the NFL in U.S. popularity. Of course, all this getting a lot of attention because ESPN this past week announced that eight-year, $920 million deal extending rights for the NCAA's top divisions. And that's news when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Denise Pellegrini, and this is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.